This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. A man who's gone through hell, but he's kept going and he's smart and he's strong and people love him. Not everybody, but people love him and respect him. Roger Stone. Now... Here's Roger Stone. Welcome back. Uh, this is Roger Stone, and you're tuned in to the Roger Stone Show at 77 WABC. Now would be a superb time for you to go to the App Store and download the 77 WABC radio app to your cell phone so you don't miss any of the outstanding programs that we bring you, whether it is talk or whether it is entertainment. There is no better lineup in AM radio, any place on the place of the globe uh, than 77 WABC. Uh, if you are among those whose AT&T cell service went out uh, several days ago, uh, and like me, you still don't know why, well, perhaps uh, we can get an opinion on that. Joining me now, uh, Colonel John Mills, uh, a national security professional. Uh, he is the former director of cybersecurity, security policy strategy and international affairs at the U.S. Department of Defense. And he is currently a senior fellow at the Center for Security Policy. Colonel John Mills, we are honored to have you join us today. Oh, thank you, Roger. Always an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. So uh, that is the hot topic of the week. I have a lot of things I, I want to ask you about. Uh, I wish I wish I had time to ask it all, but uh, let's move right ahead. Um, I was pretty surprised to get up in the morning and find that I had no cell service. I thought it might just be a local tower, maybe the connection uh, in my building, only to learn that this was a very, very widespread development. Uh, and I've never seen any satisfactory explanation from our government. Uh, what do you think happened here? Yeah, hey, Roger, I, I think all of this is connected and linked together uh, with different Chinese in what we would call uh, inside intrusion sets which goes back we've we've heard maybe volt typhoon i'm not sure i've heard volt typhoon connected with the at&t breach but it should be because uh the at&t the cell phone network that is critical infrastructure and that is exactly what the chinese hackers are going after in volt typhoon which was first publicly announced may of last year uh, identified inside of net critical infrastructure inside of Guam. Why, are China, why is China doing this? They are pre-placing malware to shut down, disrupt, and rearrange critical infrastructure on command when the big show happens in the Western Pacific. So this is all connected. And uh, FBI Director Ray, 
uh, DHS Assistant Director Jen Easterly in December, January, and February have been quite colorful in their uh, theatrical renditions of the effects of Volt Typhoon. But I think it is real, despite uh, uh, we have concerns over their trustworthiness and are they using capabilities to spy on the American citizen. But it's all connected. The Chinese continue to make provocative noises regarding Taiwan. Uh, the idea that the Chinese would seek to invade or take control of Taiwan under a President Donald Trump, I believe, is unthinkable, largely because Trump always understood the value of unpredictability as a foreign policy asset. How serious, uh, Colonel Mills, do you think the Chinese are about Taiwan, and how do you see this playing out? Well, you know, under foreign policy and foreign relations is all about clarity, resolve, and use of all instruments of national power, dime fill, diplomatic, information, military, economic, finance, intelligence, law enforcement. The blue team seems to only understand the M instrument of national power. However, it's the all-important economic finance, and Donald J. Trump and Peter Navarro know this so well, and they knew how to shut down the Chinese and Russian adventurism. I think what's going to happen here, the storm season starts in April. It goes till October. They don't have to they don't want to have to deal with Hurricane T or Hurricane Trump in November. I think they are going to go after Kinmen, which is the forward island of Taiwan. We need to treat that as the West Berlin of this Cold War, hopefully not becoming a hot war, but very likely to become a hot war. Treat Kinmen, that forward island that's literally 4,000 feet away from mainland China. They're going to try to strip that away. It'll just get lost in the noise. Well, hey, this, is just, this isn't Taiwan. This is just a small forward part of Taiwan. Who cares? Well, it's all important. And we now have announced we have a base on, on Kinmen uh, and two more bases in Taiwan, one on the Pengu Islands right off of Taiwan and then one on Taiwan proper. But we now have a special operations base on Kinmen to deter. But I think they're going to make a move on Kinmen as their first step. Uh, last week, I was watching Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina on the Senate floor. Uh, I think in a tweet uh, on X, uh, I called him an unprintable name. We won't go into that right now. Uh, but he insisted that the Ukrainians are, quote, winning their war against Russia. Now, I understand there's an enormous amount of war propaganda in our legacy media that might lead some who are either not paying attention or really don't understand the dynamics of the situation to reach that conclusion. Uh, my friend, General Michael Flynn, also Colonel Douglas McGregor, who I have huge respect for, uh, as well as having read some of the things you have written, don't seem to agree with that. Uh, Colonel Mills, uh, tell us what you think the current state of play is between Ukraine and Russia. Thank you, Roger. I am strictly agnostic and nonpartisan in this. My policy has always been consistent. Give Ukraine enough resources for a fair fight. That point was reached over a year ago. 
we need an inspector general, a dedicated inspector general to under, to uh, root out fraud, waste, and corruption. We need to secure our southern border, free the J6ers, and rebuild our armaments for everybody, including ourselves, Israel, and Taiwan. What's going on in, in Ukraine is, I would say, on the ground, a stalemate. In the air... Ukraine has been extremely effective at shutting down the air, uh, the Russian Air Force and just shot down another one of their very expensive. And they only have like about five of these left, but they just shot down another one because they just shot one down a few weeks ago. Their big uh, airborne warning and control. It's a big radar airplane. It was deep inside of Russia. They were able to shoot it down. I think they used a drone with an air-to-air missile, which what is that has implications for China and Taiwan. We flood, uh, in case of conflict, we flood the airspace in China with drones with missiles. It'll be a very bad day. But in the air, Ukraine has been quite effective at shutting down the Air Force on, in the ocean. Again, Ukraine has been quite effective at obliterating the Russian Navy. But on the ground, it's a stalemate. Uh, what do you think of the uh, proposal to send uh, another 95 uh, million, I believe it is, uh, to, 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 uh, uh, to Ukraine, given the uh, somewhere between 250 and 280 billion we have already sent them? And 95 million, I think uh, there's, there's a B in there. But... Uh, pardon me, I, mean, I misspoke. <laughs> I apologize. 25 95 billion my apologies okay. no no problem um hey my policy is very clear on this a dedicated inspector general it can't be the defense department of defense inspector general inspector generals are are badged and armed they are law enforcement officers so dedicated inspector general to oversee and root out fraud waste and abuse they were very effective in iraq and afghanistan uh, uh rooting out fraud waste and abuse uh, must secure our own southern border, must free the J6ers, uh, must ensure that Israel and Taiwan and our own military gets everything they need, which means spinning up our industrial base, which the Biden team has failed to do despite over two years of working this issue. Then we can talk about more aid for Ukraine. Uh, that's a, that's a very uh, broad proposal. It makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Colonel Mills, what do you think the state of readiness of our current military? Has our military indeed been decimated by woke culture? I mean, in my view, during the Obama years, many in the top and middle levels of our military who were not globalists, uh, some who were just honest, non-political, by-the-book soldiers, others of whom may have had a harder view towards uh, the threats posed to us by to this country by both China or Russia <clears throat> were retired from the system. Clearly, we are having a recruitment problem in our military. Of that, there can be no doubt. So what is the state of readiness of our current military? I think it is a disgrace and a shambles and we have a general officer corps and which which includes generals and admirals uh, and senior career executives career executives that need to be 
replaced in mass uh, upon a, a new administration. Uh, this wokeness issue, the Secretary of the Army, uh, Christine Warmoth, at first ignored it, then made fun of it. Now she's angry about it. Look, we're down almost, the, the Army's supposed to be 495,000. We can't even hit 435,000. Uh, that's a 60K delta in recruiting and retention. That's pretty significant, okay? Um, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's not been like this since the early 70s and the start of the all-volunteer force. It is dangerous. This wokeism is, is serious, it's toxic, it's a cancer, and we have to have honest discussions about this. But just my, my metric and gauge of LinkedIn, there's been several, uh, active duty, but also retired generals and admirals that have been mouthing off on this topic and, you know, you know, uh, clutching pearls about a return of Trump. And one admiral who I happen to know, uh, I, I wrote respectfully back to him and said he was a great vigilante pilot. That's from the Vietnam era. For those who remember what a Navy flyers who remember what a, a vigilante is, a large supersonic attack bomber. He was a great vigilante pilot, but he caught his tail hook on wokeism and globalism. So, yes, we have a serious issue, and this has to be absolutely rooted out upon a new administration. Uh, it was reported several months ago that the Chinese had located a major spy station in Cuba. It's amazing how quickly this story was in and out of the news. It seemed to me to be a one-day story, actually. Now, I'm old enough to remember the national tumult over the fact that the Russians had placed missiles in Cuba in 1962. Uh, is it not reasonable to expect or believe that if the Chinese are unimpeded in running a spy station in Cuba, that they may ultimately, or perhaps even now, mount missiles there as well. You know, Roger, that this is an absolutely reasonable concern, and it's more evidence that our intelligence community is focused on transgender recruiting and every crazy thing possible, except doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is protecting America. I think it's what happened, what you brought brought up was a was a, a disturbing episode on, you know, it had already been announced they were reopening, I say it was never closed, the old Russian base at Lourdes, Cuba, 90 miles from Key West. I happened to be in Key West right when this story was breaking and did a number of reports from there. I think it's absolutely reasonable, but on Blinken went to China as part of his leg of the groveling tour. He he got uh, absolutely roughed up on his in flight on the way back to America. China announced, yep, we're not only reopening the spy base, but we're also doing military training in Cuba. I think your your observation and concern is absolutely reasonable. If they say spy base and military training, they very likely are going to put up an air defense umbrella. And in the modern time, these these air defense missiles can be used defensively and offensively. These these are the S three hundred S four hundred long range missiles. They can they can hit an an airliner over or coming in or departing Orlando, halfway up the Florida Peninsula. These are offensive. They can reach out, strike down, but also hit ground targets. 
So I think right now, a screaming priority, a screaming alarm bell is for the intelligence community to apportion resources above the cut line of the intelligence community collection stack and determine, do they have missiles in Cuba? I think it's very, very likely they do. Uh, Colonel Mills, I saw last week that you raised the issue of Robert Malley. Robert Malley is a uh, U.S. State Department official whose security clearance has been suspended uh, because of his connections to Iran. Uh, the federal government isn't telling us much more than that. Uh, this is shocking to me. I think this may be the single greatest spy scandal in U.S. history uh, since the Alger Hiss scandal, Hiss was a Russian communist who infiltrated the federal government during both the Roosevelt and Truman administrations. By the way, when the Soviet Union ultimately fell and KGB records became available, we learned for a certainty that young Congressman Richard M. Nixon was absolutely right and that Alger Hiss was indeed a Soviet spy. Uh, explain the Mali controversy to us. At Rob Mali, which I'm looking at the website. He's officially still on the U.S. Department of State website as the special envoy for Iran, although he appears to be on unpaid leave of absence. I just saw a report that he was working. He was lecturing for a university, I guess, to get some money while he's on unpaid leave. But his two lieutenants appear to still be in this in the Department of Defense. He was the lead under by uh, Obama for their uh, approach to Iran, which I think is absolutely insane, uh, irrational, and rewards them for bad behavior. Behavior. He is this aficionado who just seems to have something about he loves Iran, and who knows how many ways uh, that what that means, but. So and he was the one who was brought back by Biden to reopen the Iran discussions out of our uh, US State Department DOD offices that are separate from the embassy in Vienna, Austria. It's a great gig. You know, all the all the careerists and the deep staters want to have a gig in Vienna. It's a great gig. Uh, who's in that exact same building that we have several floors on? Huawei. Boy, what a coincidence. So Mali's apparently on unpaid leave, but he's still on the Department of State website. He's a spy for Iran. Biden brought in a spy for Iran. And uh, yeah, where is the, you know, they're spiking the story on this one. Uh, it is uh, amazing, but of course, now you can understand why this administration has made a decision uh, this is based on the Wall Street Journal, uh, to unfreeze $100 billion in assets for the Iranian uh, regime. This is based on a belief that the Iranians can absolutely be trusted to use that money solely for humanitarian purposes uh, and uh, uh, that that money will not be used either to expedite their nuclear weapons development program uh, or to be used uh, to uh, finance Hezbollah uh, and Hamas, uh, who are, of course, 
radical Islamic terrorist groups. If you're just tuning in, folks, uh, we are talking to Colonel John Mills. He is the author of an amazing new book, War Against the Deep State. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. Uh, we are honored to have him with us. Once again, you can listen to this great interview and all of our programming by going to wabcradio.com where we are live streaming worldwide. I'm Roger Stone. This is the Roger Stone Show. We'll be right back with Colonel John Mills. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. This is The Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. This is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC, and we're back with uh, Colonel John Mills. Colonel Mills, you have just written a terrific new book, A War Against the Deep State. Tell us just a little bit about it and tell folks where they can buy it. Well, thank you so much, Roger. This is a follow-on to my first book, The Nation Will Follow, where I found myself in the middle of colleagues spying on candidate uh, and then President Trump and me turning him into the Durham investigation. In book two, War Against the Deep State, I go over the foundations of the mass surveillance system, the modern mass surveillance system, which really started about 2007. I was very involved in it, and we started it with proper legal reviews and sound policy basis, and it just became perverted and weaponized against the American people. And it really provided the foundations for the unlawful fourth, fifth, and sixth branches of government. Uh, And where can folks go to get this great book if they want to order it? Thank you, Roger. I think one of the best places to go if you want, because I always get asked about signed copies. Hey, go go to my store, Lindell, my store, and use a code. Is your code Roger Stone? Uh, my uh, code Stone. Stone. So, yeah. so folks, folks, you can go to uh, mystore.com, use uh, promo code Stone, and you can get a signed copy of Colonel Mills' a great book. Excellent, excellent answer, uh, Colonel Mills. Uh, we learned almost two weeks ago now that former CIA director John Brennan reached out to the intelligence services of the so-called Five Eyes Nations, those would be the English-speaking allies, and asked them to conduct a surveillance and to bump, which to me means entrap, some 26 associates of President Donald Trump, uh, among whom, to my surprise, not, I was included. Uh, This was prior to any public discussion of the falsified steel dossier or the uh, false narrative that the Democratic National Committee had been hacked uh, by Russian intelligence. To my knowledge, there is no probable cause uh, for this surveillance. Uh, Do you think we will ever see justice served or any consequences against those who perpetrated these shocking and, I believe, 
illegal actions? Uh, wow, Roger, great. Yes, uh, in one word, we're starting to see it. It's called McGonagall. McGonagall, you know, never trust the counterintelligence officer. It's like somebody who always volunteers to be the weight control officer for a military unit. They're always the fluffiest. But now you got to watch, you know, ever since Jesus James Angleton departed the CIA, we haven't really had good counterintelligence. All right. Unfortunately, we are out of time. I have 10 more questions that I'm dying to ask. So, Colonel Mills, uh, in the very near future, we're going to have you back here on the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC Radio. In the meantime, folks, uh, Colonel Mills' new book, The War Against the Deep State, uh, by Colonel John Mills, with a foreword by my good friend Ed Martin. Uh, you, can, you can find it uh, at mystore.com, but you can also find it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Now, those copies won't be signed, but get this book, folks. I have ordered it. Mine has just arrived. I've thumbed through it. It looks terrific. Uh, I really strongly urge you to get it. Thank you, uh, Colonel John Mills, uh, cybersecurity expert, extraordinaire for joining us today on the Roger Stone Show.